Hey there, Subscription Box Basics fam. Julie here, and I've got some super exciting news for you. My favorite event of the year is happening in less than two months. For those of you who don't know, it's called Sub Summit, and it's the conference for Subbox businesses. Renee and I are going to be there, and you could potentially join us for free. You can learn more at subsummit.com, but don't wait too long because ticket prices are going up soon. Come on, let's make some memories together at Sub Summit. So, you want to launch a subscription box and don't know where to start? Girl, you are in the right place. I'm Julie Ball, a subscription box coach, and your host here at Subscription Box Basics, a podcast for new and aspiring subscription box entrepreneurs that want to avoid overwhelm. So grab a coffee, some pen and paper, and let's have some fun. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Subscription Box Basics. Over the last few episodes, we've been covering um, lots of different topics, but some of my favorites being interviewing our boot campers. And so today is another interview with one of my star students. I'm so excited. Today, we are chatting with Dawn Viernot from Teach Sparkle Pop. Hey, Dawn. Woohoo! Hey, Julie. Thank you so much for inviting me to be on here. Yes, I love your energy already. So Dawn has a subscription box that is serving teachers across America. And we've got a lot in common because we have the name Sparkle in our subscription boxes and we both love the color pink. So this is going to be a lot of fun, I can tell already. <laughs> yes. So Dawn, a lot of people are going to be meeting you for the first time. So can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your background? Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. So I have been a teacher my entire life. <laughs> I have taught anywhere from second grade on up to seventh grade through the years I've been teaching. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I just finished my 25th year Good for you. Yes. Awesome. So, um, I had, you know, recently entered the world of business, mm -hmm. um, but teaching has been my passion, my life, everything. So um, I live in Wisconsin with my recently retired police officer husband and two sons and a um, very busy, very <laughs> rambunctious German shepherd. So the nice. house is full. Yes, the house is full. So yeah. And then just in the last year or so, decided that I would jump into business ownership. And here we are. Yes. So exciting. Yes. And so I don't know if you knew this, but my dad is a retired teacher as well. He has 30 some years teaching fifth grade. And just before we started recording this, Don met my husband because he popped in the office with <laughs> boxes and boxes of stuff for Sparkle Hustle Grow and for Subscription Box Bootcamp. So she got to meet Don or he got to meet Don. And he also is a former teacher. And so he taught um, middle school ELA. And so that was super fun seeing the two of you interact. So I've got a lot of teachers in my life. So I know it is a hard job and sometimes it is a thankless job. So let me just first start out there and say thank you for what you do in the classroom because I was not built for that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate it. it it's true. We often um, feel like we never do enough. It's mm -hmm. never good enough. And so it really means a lot to hear people thank us and show appreciation. So thank yeah. you. Oh, awesome. So let's talk about 
like you said, adding CEO to your title. Tell us about your subscription box, specifically who you serve and what problem you solve with it. So I like to think of my subscription box as a hug in a box for teachers. And it's really meant to uplift and encourage and inspire and to be a reminder that teachers matter and that their job is important. And so each and every month I have a theme, which teachers, teachers out there, they love themes. (laughs) So (laughs) I I know a lot of boxes do have themes, but we really love themes. Good. And I curate it around that theme to include all kinds of wonderful things. And being in this now 10 months, it's continues to evolve, but basically it's classroom supplies and decor, self-care, Mm-hmm. lifestyle items, but those classroom supplies have to be really beautiful and mm-hmm. special, not something that you would be able to pick up necessarily at the big box stores. Yeah. So they're very unique. And I search out really cute and adorable supplies. And I also seek out other small business owners that are women, mm-hmm. because I think that's important. And I, I just love that. And I love building the relationships with those other creative people and makers, and sometimes they're teachers. And speaking of makers, I have started to include things in our box that um, is handmade or custom designed by myself. It's a new thing. I bought a cricket machine. So look out world. (laughs) Um, Stickers and bookmarks and art prints and cards and all kinds of things. And now it's so funny. I have, um, cheerleaders in my teacher tribe that actually have requested that we do sort of a monthly sticker and magnet. So it's kind of become this monthly sticker and magnet club so that they can have this collection, which is pretty cool because I've got a lot of subscribers that have started with me from day one and they're still with me. So they're my OGs and I really look to them. Yeah. To give me feedback and ideas. Um, The other thing that I have in my, uh, as part of my subscription is a Sparkle Squad resource library. So I love creating pretty resources. Again, I'm all about just how cute things look and sparkly and happy. And I (laughs) found this like new talent. I mean, not new talent, but just using it in a different way. I've always been super creative in my classroom and now it's, I'm starting to like really see it explode in my business. So um, I create these resources that teachers would typically go and search on Teachers Pay Teachers, a marketplace for resources, right? So I, again, really involve my subscribers. We have a group. And so I ask them, you know, what they need. And I go and create a set of presentation slides in for Google or, um, different resources that are printable for the classroom that are not necessarily content-based, but they're just usable by any teacher and often will be editable. So that's another piece to my subscription that I'm finding that teachers really love and appreciate. And it's just a bonus. So yeah, it's so valuable to be able to deliver content beyond the product because that is an extension. It's a ripple effect. It is creating that whole experience that you want as part of your sparkle squad. So speaking of, tell me about, so you have an online community too, right? Is it like a Facebook group? Yes. And it's funny because I still in my mind have not figured out, I guess is 
the only way to put it, how to necessarily differentiate between my Facebook page and my Facebook group. And I actually okay. learned about the whole Facebook group thing through you, um, that you have a group for your subscription mm-hmm. box and community. So I started that, but uh, being new and just, you know, ignorance, you know, blissful ignorance, <laughs> um, I just started this group prior to launch. But you know what? I think it ended up working for me. Good. So that group is still there mm-hmm. and it's over, it's almost 700 people in that just the group. Fantastic. Beyond the Facebook page. But I do, I do still. I'm still navigating how to differentiate those two things because mm-hmm. you're not going to put, I don't want it to be the same, right? but it's a lot of work. To yeah, handle, it right? is. It's, it definitely is. But I think there's just so much value in those private Facebook groups. Um, for us, our group only has subscribers in it. So like active subscribers. So once a quarter, we actually purge if you are no longer a subscriber, you're removed from that group. And I know that sounds bad, but we truly treat it as a membership perk to be in that private Facebook group. Reason being, we provide things in there that we wouldn't put on our Facebook page or publicly. So that are that's things for us like master classes, um, things that are, you know, special discounts that we can do for on software partnerships that we might have. Um, other special offers, like every single month we have an exclusive members only deal. So if you are a subscriber, then you get access to that coupon code for our shop. So those are some of the things that we put in our Facebook group that we don't necessarily put on the public Facebook page. Think of it as like this little party you're having and you have to have that invitation to go to the party. Those, um, those conversations in there are probably going to go deeper there. You know, you, you create a safe space for people to play and comment and connect in there. Um, And so I think that's the way I would look at it uh, as your page is promotional to like bring in new people. Whereas the, the group is where you're going to have more deep connection with them. So hopefully that helps. It does. And I just, I'm in a place now where I'm like, I just can't remove people now. Do you know? Uh, Yeah. And I have actually, gained subscribers because of that FOMO they yes. things happen in the group and yes. they're like, I want this box you know exactly that's a great so, way to use it and I know a lot of subscription box business owners do that like that's part of their marketing techniques is they right. have that open group for us we have a closed group but there's an they might have an open group where anyone can join in on the conversation And that's a great way to, you know, have a funnel, like have leads and share videos or pictures about what was featured in the box. And yeah, it can create a lot of FOMO. It does. And you mentioned that because um, about posting pictures. So my subscribers love to post their pictures when they receive their box. Yep. And um, it's so funny. Like I have to now they have to get it approved because they were <laughs> spoiling it for people yes. who hadn't gotten theirs yet. But it definitely makes others go, oh my gosh, I yeah. need that. I need that in my life. So yeah. it, it helps in that way. But I definitely still struggle with this, like yeah. you yeah. said. Um, and, but there's more engagement in the group. And um, we do talk about t- more teachery things. Um, the page is more, like you said, just kind of a little bit more general, um, because anybody can find my page. So recently I even did a zoom meeting with my 
girls in the group. And that was magical. That was so fun to actually see and talk to my tribe right there on the screen. It was so fun. And you, you wouldn't do that with people on your page because it could be anybody. You yeah. Know I mean? Well, you could do a Facebook live on your page where it's right. kind of you presenting something yes. or whatever, but I love the idea of getting connected with them in a zoom call. I think that's brilliant. It was so fun. And we talked about lesson planning <laughs> and then we're like, let's pick a different topic for next time. So, yeah. you know, it's become where it's not just about the box. It's, mm-hmm. it never has been. And I just, my mind is just opening up with the possibilities. It's just so much fun. Oh, I love that. So let's take a step back and let's talk about your launch. You had a pretty solid launch, if I remember. So tell me, tell us your launch story. Like, how did you come up with the idea? When did you launch? And then tell us a little bit about what you did to prepare. Well, I do have to preface all of this by saying I literally could not have done this without you. (laughs) So I just got to put it out there. Honestly, you gave me in subscription box boot campers such a step by step plan, pathway, um, blueprint, whatever you want to call it. Remember, I've been a teacher my entire life. I don't know jack about business. <laughs> so, for all of you out there, it can be done and you can do it well, but it's not easy. And there were so many times that I got stuck in having the subscription box boot campers group was just a lifesaver. And I remember Miss Julie, the tears that I shed and reaching out to you and you would, you would um, do a, a little loom or you would just give me exactly what to do next. And I would email you or message you or whatever, but I couldn't have done it without this program. And it came across my radar at just the right time, this was back in February of 2020, right before the whole COVID thing. Mm-hmm. So I believe, and I can't, I, I believe I came across you in an ad, a Facebook ad, but it was, I didn't have the idea of a subscription box locked down yet. Mm-hmm. I just knew I wanted to create something of my own. I wanted a creative outlet and I wanted to build something that was mine. Mm-hmm. So I got into the subscription boot campers course went through like the good student that I am, (laughs) you know, module by module, I printed out all the little forms and calendars and just did the checkoffs and all the things. And I literally followed everything you said. It was like you were holding my hand, but you weren't (laughs) physically. Excuse me while I cry. (laughs) So I'm so happy. I'm well, I'm just serious and I need you to know that. And I'm sure I was, you know, sassy and frustrated at different times. And we because, all are. <laughs> right? That's just part of it, right? And I'm glad right. you just embraced that, you know. Um, so that was February or March. I didn't launch until I put it off because of what was happening. You know, sure. we, we got kicked out of our physical schools to go virtual. Right. And I needed to end that school year and I needed to be focused and all in with that. So Mm -hmm. I was slowly then going through the modules and the things and um, slowly building an audience. And so finally, I was like, well, well, then I had extra time too, because we were virtual. So I had a little bit extra time. So I thought I've got to launch. So I've got to get serious. And here's the thing. I did not want to launch to crickets. I just didn't personally. Nobody does. Yeah. 
you know, you'll hear different advice from different people and they say, just do it. You know, one person is great, then five, then 10. I just needed to have like a decent number or I just didn't want to do it. It's just my overachiever self. That's fair. No, I feel you. So come July, I ended up doing, um, putting money behind a Facebook ad and Mm -hmm. had a giveaway and that giveaway. And I have to give a shout out to Becky Burgess because she helped me do that. Yes. (laughs) She's our Facebook ads girl as well from Becky from Splash Isle Media. Yes. And that's the other thing with connecting with Julie, then you connect with this person and this Mm -hmm. rock star and this, you know, there's so many. So I did the Facebook ad for 30 days. I put $10 a day, 300 bucks. I thought that would be worth it if, you know, if it went the way I wanted it to. Meanwhile, I was starting to put those people, and I know this probably isn't necessarily what everybody does, but I started that group. And I started to put them in this Facebook group and build relationships with them and just get on and do lives and talk about my box and the vision and what they can expect. I even ordered a one box and went out and purchased some things that were similar to what I would have in the box, right? And I did a mock unboxing. Nice. It was actually so fun. And it there was such momentum happening, right? I was exhilarated. They were on fire. The people that started to get into this group through my giveaway and Facebook ad that was running. So in one month, I grew my email list to over 3,000. Wow. Good job, Donna. I know. I know. It was shocking. It was so great. So that was between the Facebook ads and the group, right? Yes. Kind of working in tandem. Okay. Yes. And I, you know, at some time during that period, I joined Flowdesk for my email. Mm -hmm. So then I had my email list building in there and connected the things. And um, so my launch date was August 1st. Okay. Boxes were not going to go out until September 1st. And I know that's a long window. No, it's normal. They knew that though, right? So the other big thing, so it was building that audience, getting, starting those relationships. The other thing that was huge for me is I did an early bird special so that if you join in the first 24 hours, you get X, Y, Z. One of the, one of the X, Y, Z was a, an adorable teacher pen, but you would think this pen was like a trip to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) They were so excited about getting this special pen. And then I had special boxes created just for my launch. It was beautiful and it wasn't going to be something I could sustain. And I told them that because it was so expensive. Yeah. So they wanted that polka dot box on the inside. It was polka dot on the outside. It was pink. It's, it's back actually behind you. No, I was going to say, isn't that it right there? (laughs) Yes. So they wanted this special box. They wanted that teacher pen. And then I believe I might've also had, which I don't know if I would do again, but a 10% coupon coupon Mm -hmm. if, but only in the first 24 hours, not knowing how this would all go off August. It was the cutest thing leading up to it though. I was getting messages and emails that were so hilarious about that. This felt like they were camping out for tickets to a concert. (laughs) I had people messaging me (laughs) that they were setting their alarms for 6am because that's when the doors were opening 
and they wanted to get those first. Oh, because I limited the boxes to a hundred boxes. Now I know yeah. that's, that's a big, you know, <laughs> number to, no, that's to a great idea. We did the yeah. same thing in creating that sense of urgency. Yeah. Yes. So the first hundred boxes would get those pretty polka dotted special edition. I called them really hyped it up, you know, mm-hmm. and the special pen and then the, the coupons. So Julie come Saturday morning on August 1st, a year ago. Yeah. In an hour, I had had already a hundred sold. Like I had already oh, have a hundred subscribers it. in an hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How exciting is that? So exciting. I was just, were you just losing it? Like losing my mind. I was like, what is happening? (laughs) So then I, I had ordered some extra, I had more, but they weren't the pretty ones, Sure. but I had gone ahead and um, purchased another set of plain on the inside, but still. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept going, girl. I was just like, let's just let her rip. Right. So that hour passed. And then basically my month ended for my launch, 175 subscribers for my launch. That's amazing. Congratulations to you. Thank you. It's insane. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so fun to hear that story. And there's so many good nuggets there of like, what I want to just stress is if you're listening to this and you hear what Dawn is saying, you will notice she really focused on growing her email list. Like that is where it's at. Because if you don't want to launch to crickets, you need an email list. And so you said you put what $300 behind your giveaway. Yes. I mm-hmm. mean, you probably made that back in that first hour. Oh, you it, know? Was, it was insane. It was um, over. I mean, it was five figures. It was crazy. It was, that is crazy. I love it. I love it so much. So we're here like all in both of us are, you know, feeling very emotional. <laughs> this, is, this is reliving a very exciting moment in your life and in your business, your new CEO role. Let's just, let's have a little reality check. Not everything was easy. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure you had some challenges. So, so tell us maybe about one of the challenges that you faced during your launch. Well, the f- two things that come to mind right away is my launch was in the summertime, mm-hmm. right? And I had to go back to school. In fact, we shipped our boxes the first week of me going back to school in a new grade and a new school. Ooh. I Ooh, I know what that's like. Yes. I know what that's like. There's a lot of work to set up a classroom yes. and get new lesson plans. Oh yeah. Yes. And we were in full on COVID. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it was the perfect timing and it was the worst time. It was the perfect timing because teachers needed this. I knew that teachers needed this and the feedback that I was getting just through July, the sweet emotional messages and emails that I was getting, like, thank you for doing this. You're so, your heart is so big and you're just taking care of us and, you know, show, loving on us. And it was just really emotional. And I, I cried a lot of happy tears of the different feedback I was getting. But it was also a really, really difficult time because I had just started the school year. So my biggest challenge and what continues to be my biggest challenge is time. It's hard having a full-time teaching job because of the nature of how spread thin I feel all the time and having a business, especially when you're not a business person, you don't have that background. I felt like a lot of times I had questions that 
were just so embarrassing because <laughs> I just was so, so new funny. and green, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. time was a big um, challenge for me and still is. And tech is a big challenge and currently and was then. I remember one of the big meltdowns I had that I reached out to you was setting up my crate joy with my stripe. Mm-hmm. And it was rough and it wasn't working. And I finally, I God sent me an angel yeah. because um, I reached out to Stripe. I picked up the phone and had to actually speak to somebody and they got it all figured out. And I remember crying on the phone to her. <laughs> She's probably yeah. like, well, sister. Um, no, it's okay. I've cried to my accountant. I've cried to a lot of my vendors. It's okay. <laughs> okay <good. laughs> I remember you telling your story about crying to your accountant. <laughs> so yeah. Do I ever well, get- and- with your Stripe situation, normally it's really easy to set up Stripe. So you had a unique situation there. I did. So I did. normally it's easy to get that stuff set up, but I it felt for good. you because yeah. you were just running in circles. But <laughs> I mean, welcome to entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. So time and tech have been a challenge. Mm-hmm. The other challenge I want to be completely transparent with everybody who's listening. Yes, I had a, an amazing launch right out of the gate. But I look back and in retrospect, I mean, I don't regret anything, but I just want to say um, having a huge successful launch might not be the best thing because then the pressure's on to continue to grow when you know what? I wasn't prepared to grow and teach full time. And so I, I've hit a plateau. And mm-hmm. so, and we all have cancellations. So as I was having cancellations, I had to really pedal hard to try to fill those. And I mm-hmm. not again, being inexperienced, it was frustrating and, and heartbreaking. And is this, is this going to work? And maybe I shouldn't have had such a good launch because now I'm in this position. And so there's a lot of self-doubt that happens. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you just, I, for me, I just seek out more people that know better than I do. Yeah. I think I was going to say, it's like when, when you hit plateaus, you have to really think about what marketing techniques have you not done. Um, but if you're already spread thin, how do you even do that? So do you still pack the boxes yourself at at your house? Yes. My husband helps me. It's Mm -hmm. myself and I, and then for the whole business, everything. And then he helps me during that sh- packing shipping week. So we have an yeah. awesome setup at our house. Our basement is massive and it's wonderful. And we bought all those big long tape folding tables and we, yeah. it's fun. We play music and have some wine and pack the boxes. Yeah, and- it, it can be fun. It part of that though, in what I've experienced is when people hit the plateau of being spread thin, that's when you need to start thinking about outsourcing. And a lot of times people, people that will outsource that packing and shipping. And it sounds like you have a good situation that that's not there for you. So maybe there would be other things that you would be able to outsource to free up a little bit more of your time. Um, But every single time we hit a plateau, that's like my red flag saying, stop putting all your eggs in one basket. Like in March, when was it March or April when the iOS iOS changes happened in Facebook, we were putting a lot into Facebook ads putting a lot less time and effort and money into other places like Pinterest and the blog and Facebook lives and stuff like that. And so we really, you know, our acquisition went down to be very honest with you when those changes came into play because the performance of our Facebook ads dropped. And so that was my immediate red flag. I'm like, okay, what channels 
should we be working it? Like, where does, where does my audience hang out? Where should I be investing time into? And so we started doing um, some more Pinterest and we started adding blogs and stuff like that. So, you know, but it's hard when you're, when you're spread thin, there's no well, doubt. It's hard too, when there's so many things that you can do and you can't pay everybody. Like it's also right. financial, like you can't, so when you're small still. Right. And so you're trying to learn, like I'm in a passionate learner, like, but sometimes you can go down the rabbit hole and like, oh, you for sure. Trying to learn Pinterest, trying to learn Facebook ads, trying to learn. So you do have to, I mean, I, I still don't have it down. Obviously, like I'm still learning. It's only, I'm hitting 10 months right now, but mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. It's, and then during the school year, the brain capacity, I mean, I teach all day long, then right. I come home and what now I'm supposed to blog, <laughs> show up and, and like show up live and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. There's, there's no doubt about it. That stuff is tough. I think the biggest thing that to reflect on what's worked for you in the past is continuously fueling that email list. Yes. Because that's, you know, continuously putting new people in there, you can make them new offers. The list isn't going to get stale. And so having something humming along in the background, you know, into your, you know, fueling your leads, filling Mm -hmm. that sales funnel, they call it. I think that's really important. And it's okay to do, and I don't know if you do many giveaways, but it sounds like they like giveaways because if if you got that much traction at launch, you can do giveaways anytime throughout the year. And I would suggest that, like figure out is, you know, spring break, is that a good time to do um, a giveaway because teachers might have some time off or, you know, um, in the summertime, we experience a summer slump. And I don't know if you've experienced that in your business yet, but a lot of people have other interests where they're going to spend their money on vacations and spending time with their family. That would be a really good time to focus on list building. That's what we're doing in the summer. We're, we're doing a lot of list building. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of in reflecting on what we've talked about, that's what my recommendation would be. So it's funny you say that because I am basically recreating my launch from last year. <laughs> Perfect. Right now. So I'm going to, I went to a closed model, a closed cart model Okay. because of the whole inventory thing. And I was overbuying or underbuying, you know, sure. it's it hard. Yeah. So right now it's closed and, but I'm going to do a, an, I'm a, going to do it exactly the same because I'm like, if I did it, then I can do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've learned so much. So I'm going to do the same thing. August run the giveaway lead into open cart. Mm-hmm close it. That's also a sense of urgency. Like we're closing until, you know, whenever, and then see if that's going to really grow my business. Yeah. I love it. You'll have to keep us posted. I will for sure. Awesome. Okay. So this is a question I always like to ask my boot campers. I love the subscription box industry. Like that's what we live and breathe. My whole family does. So what's one of your favorite things about working in this particular industry, subscription boxes? Wow. That's a great question. So many things. Um, I love literally putting the boxes together. Like I love that curating them, shopping for my, my tribe, picking out things that are going to go together with color and theme and all of that, like creating, that's just a thing I have. It's a creative. It's so fun. It is. It's so fun. And, um, the other surprising thing is 
and that I love about the subscription box business is the relationships that you do build with your people. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like I know their names. I know some of them have kids. I know. And in fact, I'm starting a new program with my box where every month I'm doing what's called teacher feature. And so they, I, they fill out a Google form, my subscribers. I ask them some questions. I do a little write up on an insert. They send me some photos. I put together this really cute insert that tells about them and their teaching and their family and just things about them. And then they go in the box. Now they get added benefits to volunteering to do that. Um, they'll get a gift card of their choice for $10 to Starbucks, Target, Michaels, and TPT. And then they're going to get bonus items in their box for that month that they're featured. Wow. So it's another just relationship building, um, empowering teachers, letting them get to know each other. I think there's just yeah. excitement like, ooh, I'm August box <laughs> teacher. Yes. Feature. No, I'm thinking like, I love that. And there's two things that immediately came to my mind is, do you list excess inventory in your shop? I do, but. If you could do a credit to your shop instead of sending them to Target or Michaels, give them a a $10 credit to your shop and then they get into the habit of shopping with you. Okay. You're going to need to, we'll have to talk about how how I actually do that. Yeah, we can. Oh yeah, for sure. And number two, that form that they fill out, Yes. use that as a blog post too. And that will help with your organic marketing. Oh, and I love that because I can't fit everything that I was, that I asked them. Yeah. (laughs) And then you post about it on social media and link back to your blog post. So the whole thing is like repurposing all this content. Because I already had thought I was going to post the cute insert with their picture and their, you know, on there because I don't put their last name on there, obviously. So I thought, you know, that would be so cute for social media, but yes, I need all of that. That's great. And that's, that won't take long too. Like for a blog post, whatever form you're using, just copy and paste it. That's a great idea. And if you take Uh, it one step further, you can make a pin for it and then pin it on Pinterest and point it back to your website. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. I, There's I'm your a, content plan. Yes. <laughs> I, I wasn't taking notes, but maybe I need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could listen to your own episode and take notes when it comes out. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So awesome. I love that. That was super fun. Just jamming on that. Yes. Um, okay. So you've had a really great launch. You are, a, like you said, you love your lifetime learner. So a lot of, you know, obviously the people who are listening to this podcast are either new or aspiring subscription box business owners. They're at that stage where you were 10 months ago. So yes. what's one piece of advice you can share with them? One piece of advice I can share right away is what we've already talked about is please build your, build your list. Build Thank your- you. I'm glad you said that. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you from one success story to another, because you will be a success if you do this. Like Mm -hmm. you, there are so many beautiful box concepts out there in boxes. So Mm -hmm. that's not, I mean, everybody has their, their own gifts and talents in putting that together. So to me, it's yes, you have a great product, but you've got to build your audience and your email, your email list, really audience. I don't mean like Instagram followers and that sort of thing. And, And that's cool too. And I still try to do that. But that mm-hmm. email list, like you talked about, Julie, is just golden. 
Yeah. So that's my piece of advice for number one is just to build that list. Brilliant. Um, and the other couple things, just real briefly, I want yeah. to say is don't compare and don't give up. Mm-hmm. Good point. I, oh my goodness. Have I felt many times on both of those issues that I wanted to just say, okay, I, I'm not, I, yeah. I'm not doing this, but what you can do is think of it like this. Don't stop or don't give up, but pivot. Um, reach out to people because we're all out here to help, right? Mm-hmm. You just have to find your people. Yeah. And there are people who can change the game for you. And so don't give up, just pivot, be open and look around you. There, There's so much support out there. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is not to compare. And that is so hard for me seeing these people who have thousands of subscribers, but it's like, Yes. And they have been in business for 20 years. You know what though? It's not even about that. It's what is your version of success? For me, my version of success is not having thousands of subscribers because that sounds super stressful Yes, for other people having thousands of subscribers and scaling like that's their goal. That's their version of success. So, you know, I've talked about this on podcasts in the past, but you know, think about what does your version of success look like? And that's what you just stay focused on and not compare yourself to the others. Yes. Stay in your lane. Yeah. Yeah. And be <laughs> right? unique. Yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun chatting with you. I love your energy. I love your box. I know a lot of people are going to want to look you up. So where can they find you online? So my website is teachsparklepop.com mm-hmm. and uh, same on Facebook. And then Instagram, you just have to put periods in between the words. So it's teach dot. Okay sparkle.pop.com. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll make sure we put that in the show notes too, so that they can follow you. Awesome. Well, it's been such a fun time and I appreciate you. I'm super proud of you. And thank you for sharing your story and all your advice with our listeners. I really appreciate it. So if you're listening and you're interested in Dawn's Teach Sparkle, Sparkle Pop box, make sure you check out the show notes and follow her. And I am just so excited to see where you go after this new launch. So again, keep us posted, Dawn. I sure will. This is a journey. Yes, (laughs) it is. Exactly. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. If you have a chance, uh, make sure you follow, rate, and review this podcast so we can reach more people just like you. And I'll see you in the next episode.